So how was um, the bachelor party? It was a blast. Um, it was cool, man. We um, we just went to like a family cabin, um, and smoked a bunch of weed, and played tabletop, and played Smash Brothers, and fucking oh yeah, did some did some fucking grilling. Smash Brothers on what on what console? You know, we were mostly gonna do melee, mm-hmm. um, GameCube, mm-hmm. but the cords weren't working. And so it was like just displaying as like black and white on the TV for some reason. Oh man! Um, so we did we did Smash Ultimate, like the new one. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's fun. I like Smash Ultimate. I think it's good. I've just barely played any of it. Yeah. Um, which I think is the case for a lot of people. Like, I think. Mm, sorry, I'm still eating my my snack there. Um, yeah, I think it's I think it's really good. Honestly, it's like this with a lot of games these days. It's just like all these games come out that are like the perfect, like it has so much shit in it. It's so much stuff that we wanted when we were kids, but now we're just like not kids. So mm-hmm. I don't, I don't put a ton of time into it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was a fucking blast, dude. It was like, what was it? It was like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday morning. And nice. so I was, I was pretty fucking ready to be home by Monday. Um, and then Tuesday, we immediately went and spent all day like going and checking out the venue one last time. Very cool. And, yeah, so I've just been, dude, I've just been fucking. Apologies for the the late episode for to everybody, but it's just been fucking nonstop moving. Yeah, but yeah, man, like a big weekend. It was fucking huge. It was fucking huge, dude. It was it was funny. A couple of my buddies came away from it like feeling kind of sick. Oh. Um. COVID, man. the new strain. <laughs> oh, man. Don't get me... Uh, well, I will I got plenty to say on that soon. <laughs> um, but uh, honestly, fuck it. I'm just going to keep eating my my peanut butter and honey here. Ooh, um, peanut butter and honey, dude. That's a good sandwich. Is it a sandwich, I'm assuming? Well, so me and my best friends, our moms, used to make us peanut butter and honey sandwiches. You already mm-hmm. know. It's really yeah. good. But my buddy just eventually just started just making mugs just full of mixed up peanut butter and honey with like a little bit of coconut oil in it okay and it's like it's kind of spoon yeah no it's kind of deranged but it's it's really fucking good to be honest (laughs) okay Um, yeah and and so you gotta try it sometime the important thing though is hmm, it's probably really unpleasant to listen to you're like Um, working through some peanut butter it's like (laughs) um, the important thing is I, and I learned this recently, you know, I didn't used to like Adam's peanut butter because like you need to mix it a bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, like that peanut butter, you got to stir a lot, right? Yeah. Adam's That's the oil on like, the top. Yeah. Or like Kirkland brand has that mm-hmm. too. Um, dude, the thing is though, is like I got used to it because that's all that my fiance gets. And like we got some like Jif or whatever recently yeah. And that shit straight up just tastes like vegetable oil. That's all oh, yeah. That's all that shit fucking tastes like. All, mm-hmm. Like it is overwhelming. It it overwhelms my taste buds. And and I think like in the past that never used to be the case at all. And I think you just get used to what actual peanut butter tastes like. Yeah, that's what it is. And like yeah, I just I can't I literally can't tolerate anything else anymore. Uh Oh, but yeah, no, man, that fucking peanut butter, a little bit of honey, 
a little bit of coconut oil, healthy fats, protein, a little, little sugar as a sweetener and pick me up. You got to keep a drink nearby, dude, if you're doing that, though, I feel like for sure. Oh, straight up. Well, you just saw, you just, you didn't see me, but you just heard me <laughs> fucking take a little slug of a meal water bottle. Yeah, I heard it. Uh, in, I saw it in the mind's eye. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, dude, it's so funny. I don't know if you saw this, but like, I saw some video like a month or two ago of Andrew Tate being like, it's a female trait to have a water bottle. Like, dude, he's like, Tate's retarded, dude. Well, yeah, I know. I know. Like, as I, as I was saying it, I was like, all right, why am I even? But, um, <laughs> but no, man, like, it's, it's just this, like, it's, it's this whole, like, no carrying shit with you as a feminine trait, yada, yada, yada. And it's like, dude, like drinking water is good. Water rocks straight yeah. up. And honestly, you have a job where I feel like having a water bottle on you is like necessary. Oh, it's paramount. I got to have water. If I don't have like, I have a big jug in my truck that I keep. That's like 1.75 liters, like a gallon jug, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then I have a couple of smaller um, bottles, like an aluminum bottle that I'll pour into and use as my like drinker on the, then I, I just kind of have one bigger reservoir of water that I pour into a smaller bottle. But yeah, I have to keep that or else, dude, it's, it's crazy outside. But I kind of get what he's saying, though, is the thing. Like, there's, like, you'll see a bunch of TikToks or like Instagram or whatever, like, of girls that are like beverage. Like, they, they have three beverages or whatever. Like, they're like, I have my, my tea. I have my drink and I'm my like coffee beverage or like, you know, whatever they'll have like a whole setup at their office. Right. They they have their, they have their, like, they have their like, um, like reusable, like big plastic, um, Starbucks cold drink cup. Yeah. That they like, like, like machine wash at home. Mm -hmm. And then they have like, yeah, they're like that that's filled with like, just like 16 to 20 ounces of black coffee. Yeah. And then they have like, and then they have like the iced tea that they got from Starbucks. And then they have water with like a bunch of fucking lemon or cucumber in it or something. I fucking mm-hmm. hate cucumber water, by the way. I'm sick yeah. of it. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit. I can see that's something that, that bugs you a bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming up again. <laughs> it's like if there's like a few things this podcast is themed around. It's anti-cucumber water. <laughs> it's like getting married covid and cucumber water <laughs> and broads that look crazy and broads now honestly just generally judging women's looks because yeah. apparently we're told that we're the best at doing that so i mean yes a lot of people are saying that many people are which saying is that. funny because i feel like you and me are generally like pretty nice to the women folk you know i mean i like to think i'm nice to everybody generally <laughs> you know yeah no absolutely you know <laughs> Um, there's some sickos out there. Some are men, some are women. It's fine. Dude, I saw a new clip of Trump saying, uh, these people are savage animals. (laughs) (laughs) It was the shit, dude. He was like, they're savage, savage animals. These are people that are sick (laughs) and he combined them. It was, it was real nice. I have to add that one in. Yeah, that rocks, dude. Dude, speaking of, I guess we'll... Whoa, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong sound effect. Hold on. Dude, misfire, misfire. Trigger (laughs) discipline. These people are sick. This is obviously a very, very sick individual. These people are the sickest of them all. (laughs) These people are sick. They are sick. And you better get used to hearing it. You better get used to hearing it. These people are sick. Bingo, dude. Yeah, so I got to put these people are savage animals in there as well somewhere. 
Uh, oh my gosh. All right. I'm just going to be disgusting this episode. I'm sorry. Yeah, this one's um, Boys Club. Farts is, and burps. Dude, this is Boys Club. Well, speaking of Boys Club, so yeah, to, to, to bring a close to that topic, because last week it was like all about Slav getting married. Yeah. And so I don't want to talk about it too much, but, but um, you know, Bachelor Party was was cool. Um, it was a good time. We uh we ate uh we ate some. Do you have Papa Murphy's around your area? Have you heard of this? Is that the place where you have to like you just go and pick up a pizza and then you bring it home and cook it? Yes, dude. Okay, I got beef with that place. That place is cap. Papa Murphy's is cap. I'm gonna say that. Cap. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you have you have you had it before? Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay, dude, why? I'm, I'm calling up to order a pizza and you're going to make me cook it. What the fuck is what's going on? See, here, I knew this is what you were going to say. I knew this is what you were going to say. Okay. You're wrong. My brother. Uh, <laughs> it's so, it's so fucking, I don't know. I can't, honestly, I can't defend against that critique. Really? Right. That's but just what's know, happening. But you know what it is? It's just like, it's like, um, it's like, um, you know, the, the fewer features a machine has, the better it can be at the things that it's specialized for, right? So like a Formula mm. One car isn't really a vehicle you would drive to get groceries, right? That's not what I would drive to go get my Papa Murphy's pizza, <laughs> no, right? Of course it not. would be very bad at that, actually, right? And that's that's my argument for, for the Murphs, right? Is that like, because they don't need to worry about that, first of all, you're getting a hell of a bang for your buck. And the pizza's just bussing, dude. It's bussing. <laughs> Um, it is good pizza. Like I'll give them that. I don't know. I just feel like that's just is. like if I'm gonna order pizza, and especially if it's like I'm gonna go pick it up like carry out style or something. It's mm-hmm. like that's just such a long process now because now I have to add on cooking it at home too. It's like I feel like if I'm starting the process with a pizza order, the anticipation is already beginning, and it's just Dude. building and building. Oh yeah, no, it's like it's like it's like. It's too much. I was about to make like a pre-cum joke. And for some reason I was just like, that's too much, man. Like, I don't know. You don't need to say that. Um, no, I'll, well, I'll tell you right now. Papa Murphy's is the family pizza joint. Okay. Because here it is, right? At home spouse calls in the order. Spouse on their way home from work goes and yeah, picks I'll, it up. I'll give you home, that. Gets home, oven's already preheated. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, slide and it in. And don't... <laughs> <laughs> there was and nothing like, sexual there. That was you just can't get pizza. Pre- you, can't get, you can't get pregnant from pre-cum, okay? And so, um, and then uh, 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 an often forgotten about thing, it's a nice little uh, smell good in your house. Right? Oh, a little pizza smell. I do like pizza that. smell. Now, anyways, point is, we... Um, well, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing, right? Pizza as this kind of like easy, cheap delivery thing is insane because like pizza's ins- pizza's absurdly expensive. Getting delivery is like is like oh, weirdly yeah. so fucking expensive. And people have always acted like it's this like oh just like slumming it, che- eating on the cheap thing. But it's like yeah, it's casual. It's- Dude, like pizza's always been like the proto Uber Eats, and I don't even mean that as in like it's delivery. I mean that as in like. You're getting like uh, like two meals out of this, and you're mm-hmm. paying for like twelve. Oh yeah, oh dude, we were always a carryout family for sure. For we were sure. not a delivery type family. <laughs> and that and that's part of the other thing is that my fiance like has like an ethical 
she like refuses to get food delivered for some reason. Like even I vibe it, with that. That's good. I lo- I mean I love it because I mean I'm I love getting food delivered, but she'll just go get it every time. So I'm like, oh nice, Hell yeah. Like I'll just yeah, stay you're like home. saving money, and I don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> no, exactly. Well, the thing is, I just I have a better. I just have a better delivery person now. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Um, she I get won't to have forget s- the sauce. I get to have sex with my with my pizza delivery driver. Um, it's a classic uh, porno setup. That was a bad time for you to come in. Shit, yeah. <laughs> get, did you just bring the dog in here? I like. I talked about the wedding all last week. This is too much. This is too much right now. All right, I love you. That's. I feel like that seems like it, it will. It'll sound like it was staged, but a quick uh, little drop in. Yeah, hey, just a little quick, quick little flex. Uh, I'm not a lonely person. Um, <laughs> anyways, anyways, that's that's my take on the Murph. We got we got we got a bunch of Papa Murph. We made a bunch of Bergs. Oh and yeah. We uh, and one of the nights, and this is kind of the peak. We just had just literally nothing besides just huge ribeye steaks. Just just doming a whole ribeye steak to yourself. Hell yeah, carnivore um, diet, baby, dude. Carnivore straight. Well, it's actually funny because the guy, the my buddy who did it, who like cooked the steaks for us and brought them and everything, is has been like doing carnivore diet. Oh hell yeah! Um, so he oh, knows yeah. his way around a T-bone steak. One hundred percent. That also that sounds. Or a ri- gay, what was it? A ribeye? You said. <laughs> yeah. Well, fuck, dude. <laughs> what well, is it? I'm pretty sure a T-bone like is no, no a T-bone is um a New York strip and a little bit of tenderloin. I think. Anyways, no one, no one was curious about that, but yeah, it was <laughs> just in case anyone was just a quick little butcher info just inside in baseball. Case. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was um, it was a fucking blast, dude. It was a fucking blast. It makes me think about like what's up with people having degenerate bachelor and bachelorette parties you know what i'm saying yeah i was wondering i was thinking that could be a little bit of a topic like a springboard topic um because i know we had a little bit of a dearth as far as topics for this week go and i know that was something we kind of hinted at last week like so like you were going out and spending a weekend with your just with your boys like out in a cabin kind of trying to like um savor the last kind of time of being like just you hanging with your boys before you're like a married person. And that kind of changes things a little bit. And I think that like, that's a little bit healthier way to view a bachelor party than like the more common or alternative way. I would imagine that's like, you know, this is the last chance I have a freedom before I can, you know, be locked down. So I'm going to go and cheat on my, my fiance or whatever, and then act to, you know, do in front of my closest boys. So they don't ever tell anyone, you know, that's kind of like the, the view that people have now they're like let's go to vegas let's go to strip clubs let's do crazy shit and i think that like what you did i think is obviously a healthier way to do it and i think that it's a little bit of a return to tradition of sorts yeah 100 percent, man well i mean i mean keep in mind dude i think just i think modern marriage like just has very little it has very little like in resemblance with much of anything from the past Mm -hmm. um and like i know that this is like this is like a a take that like a lot of reactionaries have about like gay marriage and like to be fair that's like there's it's they literally have a point with that right but it's kind of all of it you know like um boomers boomers were the first gay the first gay married people and by that i mean just like 
just like getting married, not taking it seriously and getting divorces, you know, mm. um, like I, um, sorry, I just like open Twitter. Sometimes I do that to like get my, to get the ball rolling conversationally. And then I just see like a video of someone holding a scorpion and I'm just like, Oh, that's really <laughs> distracting. Um, like the joke that I'm trying to say kind of in a clumsy way is that like, the people that actually damage the institution of marriage more than the actual gays in reality is just like boomers that kind of took all of its like metaphysical um, qualities out of it. Um, um, I kind of, I digress the whole like bachelor party thing, just like the like marriage thing. It's like, I don't know. It's, it's very consumerized. Mm -hmm. Right. And yeah, just this idea, this idea of like, you know, I don't know, going to a strip club and, and, and seeing, seeing naked women that aren't your wife or like, you know, in the really extreme cases, which I have to wonder how common it actually is. It probably isn't very common, but people just straight up cheating on their, on their fiance and shit like that. And, you know, then you hear about, you know, you know, people, people calling strippers to parties or, you know, bachelorette parties, um, you know, doing similar stuff or, you know, or even just joking about like, Oh gosh, like one more penis for the rest of your life. Like that's a right. thing that, that I've, that I've like, you know, heard people, you know, kind of, kind of have kind of themes around and it's, it's mm-hmm. kind of just like this very cucked loser mindset. Of it's just, very strange. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like, it's Oh, really, no, it's really strange. It's it's really boomer, right? It's really yeah. boomer. Of, it's very like my friggin' wife pill a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, because it's just yeah. like, dude, like I'm like, I'm like stoked to just have sex with my wife. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why would, why wouldn't I be, you know, you know what I mean? If I'm not, if I wasn't right. Then what are like, you doing? Well, also like if I wasn't that I should be a, a kind of embarrassed to say that openly to a bunch of people, you know what I mean? Yeah, like dude. that's kind of an L. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. Like it's, it's kind of weird. Um, I, I don't like it. And, you know, honestly, you know, for me, like one of the big things is just like, you know, a lot of these guys, the lion's share of the dudes at my party were dudes that a few years ago when I was living in the city, I like lived with, like they were all my roommates. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it was this cool kind of thing of like, it's been years since we could do this, but it was just like having the better part of a week. We're all just living and hanging out together again Yeah, under one roof. And like, that like that hasn't happened in a long time it's never gonna happen again right well i mean like maybe we'll have some you know vacation like that again or something but i mean like we're never gonna be roommates hopefully (laughs) and like (laughs) unless things go really bad yeah yeah exactly no it's it's okay though we're catholic we don't believe in divorce um but um yeah i mean i mean it's it's wholesome you know like it's um i don't know i don't know it's i'm kind of i'm kind of um running out of road here i thought i had something more to say but just yeah the 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 degenerate weird sex stuff it i don't know it it just creeps me out a little bit i mean what she's doing for her bachelorette party is actually going to be like the night before the ceremony um she's just going to do like a full moon kind of like witchy pagan thing with her friends nice um which is cool you know um 
and uh and that's that's you know don't don't tell our pastor um yeah i was but, about to uh, say damn dude get into witchy shit that's no good <laughs> <laughs> dude she she kind of was into that stuff in the past and uh it's it's funny you know it's not you know it, within it's reason it's yeah it's fine yeah i mean if you're not like um, i think that shit can, or something well that shit can get pretty dark right that's um, what i mean like it depends on what your interest in it is if it's like oh look the moon is cool and like nature has a wisdom of its own and blah 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 then like that's just like baby steps towards like an awakened kind of well also like world. a lot of I, I realized this after talking to her a lot of wicca is basically just the female version of stoicism like <laughs> like yeah, okay yeah 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 straight straight up dude like men just read marcus aurelius and mm-hmm. like chicks will just be like fucking witch shit. Like it's Marcus Aurelius slash Nietzsche. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, the shit creeps me out. It, honestly, it kind of reminds me a little bit of like when we were looking for God damn it. I don't want to talk about the wedding too much. I just realized. But a quick point when we were looking at like venues, right? You look at these places and it's like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars for like one afternoon and everyone needs to be gone by like 10 p.m. or something, or else it's like two grand extra charge or something like that. And you're there, and you're just like, this is the antithesis of love, mm-hmm. right? Like, this is not cozy. This, like, feels bad. And why would I want to, like, use this as a medium for my love for somebody, right? Right, yeah. And, like, that's kind of just how I feel about the um, about the um, the bachelor party stuff and everything, is it's mm-hmm. just like... I don't need it to be like an escape from this person that I'm tying myself to. It's just like, nah, like it's just like, this is kind of like my, this is like my, my ceremony of just me and my friends a little bit. Right. Of just being like, I love you guys. And this is an expression of that. This Mm -hmm. isn't an expression of me being like, Oh God, get me away from this fucking bitch. Like that would be weird. That would be so fucking weird. And it's bizarre that people do that. Yeah, it's not a good foot to start off a commitment on, I don't feel like. Um, for sure. It feels like it's already seeding the ground for some sort of antagonism or some sort of just issues. I, Dude, I'll go ahead and one step further and just say I don't like strip clubs generally at all. Like, I don't, I don't like them for bachelor parties, but I don't like them just for normal, you know, for like just going to one. Um, I went to Las Vegas for my 18th birthday and went to – or not 18th, 21st birthday – and I went to like a couple of strip clubs on that night. And I was like, wait, what the fuck? This, I was like, I thought this would be cool. And it's, it's horrible. Um, yeah, it just doesn't, it feels icky. And you're like, yeah, this is just not like a moral or upright thing to do. And it's costing a lot of money. Uh, and it's like all these people have some sort of alcohol issue probably. And then it's just, <laughs> yeah, it's just not a good culture. It's just Dude, not straight great. up, straight up. I, so I've never even been in a fucking strip club. Um, but I, I you're think better I would, for it, dude. Yeah, I think I would basically agree with you. Um, you've have you ever have you seen Blue Velvet? No. Okay, dude, watch Blue. We should do like a um. Honestly, that would be a great bonus episode. To yeah, watch I would Blue love Velvet. to. I've been There's meaning like, to for so long. I just haven't. It's awesome. I mean, like in my mind, Lynch. My two my two favorite Lynch movies in order is Fire Walk with Me and Blue Velvet. Oh yeah, um, and um, and Blue Velvet's kind of like an easy first Lynch movie. Okay. Um, anyways, um, it's like there's kind of like a 
young man kind of sexual coming of age theme vaguely to it. Coming of age isn't the best uh, example of it, but he kind of like stumbles in to this like very adult world where there's like a lot of like sex going Mm -hmm. on and like it's uh and it's like not cozy obviously it's like Mm -hmm. very um it's i mean we'll watch it and you'll get what i'm saying but like it's scary it's like authentically scary this like kind of point of view in the movie of being like this young man stumbling into this like secret world that is kept private from young people uh of just like dark scary unwholesome sexual content Mm -hmm. and it's like it's like horrifying and that's what like uh um what's his name's character um dennis you know the guy from easy rider and and fucking apocalypse now fucking uh fucking howling mutants uh dennis hopper dennis hopper thank you um that's like dennis hopper's whole character right Mm. um and like that's how i imagine that shit is right um it kind of it's kind of like um i remember like being like a like a teenager and like going to some like actually authentic excuse me some like authentically fucking weird and sketchy parties and you're there and you're like oh this is like scary in a way that feels i'm like it feels like i'm in a fucking like black lodge entity twin peaks universe right yeah right where you're like i'm like surrounded by like animistic evil spirits yeah it's a seedy underground kind of vibe exactly and like that's that's how i imagine strip clubs are um you know what i mean yeah i mean i just feel like they're just kind of yeah it's just kind of gross um i don't think that that like level of i don't know i don't want to come off too pro women here (laughs) but i don't think that level of like objectification of women is very uh cool and it's obviously not good for them um and yeah it's like a it's one of those things it's like only fans it's like you can make money doing it it's like no barrier to entry really so you can kind of do it pretty pretty easily and then you know it's like a flashy lifestyle that can kind of like quickly attract you to it and so i feel like a lot of people that are like actually strippers or whatever or like in circumstances that aren't really good anyways so the whole thing is just kind of messy and then like you go in there and it's just like yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's dark. It's seedy. There's definitely some dudes there that are like running things that are like probably some sort of foreign that you don't really know. You can't really work out what it is, you know, and they're, you know, Turkish or whatever. That's usually not good. Um, and yeah, it's just like not a good vibe, really. I don't really I don't see really what's desirable about it because um, it's I don't know. It's just it's just kind of gross, really, all the way around. And well, it's just it's funny really popular. It's like, I- I could think of some like um I could think of some kind of like I don't know bap style take of being like oh like enjoying the human form and aesthetics and everything but it's just like it's the ugliest fucking place in the world. Yeah, like and it's, it's like, like sad people. Like it's not actually any thing. kind of celebration of human form. Yeah, no. If you want to like celebrate the human form or whatever, I guess you could like I don't know, fucking get a sports illustrator or something, but it's not a strip club. That's not what it's about. <laughs> sports <That's> not... illustrator. <laughs> I don't know, dude, something. Or a fucking men magazine or whatever the hell, you know, Bat magazine. What's that one? with? Uh... There's some male magazine that was going around on Twitter and everything, and it was just like a bunch of physique bullshit nonstop. That's oh, some sure. celebrate the male uh, form. Playgirl? 
I don't know. No, I, <laughs> maybe I don't know. This is something that like Martyr made, and all of them were pretty big on. Oh um, yeah, I have no idea. It's some sort of like editorial thing that they're putting out like once every six months or whatever. But anyways, that's how you could like celebrate the physical form if you want to, or like go to like look at Roman art or something, you know. But a strip club is not necessarily that. It's more of like a you're like probably drunk, ready to make bad decisions. Um, you're gonna be in there just like out of your wits probably. And then like it's dark and things just kind of come at you fast. And it's like, you oh, know, it's, it's dark. Just... All right. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, strip clubs, not, we're not pro strip clubs on the T pass podcast. All right here. Actually. Okay. So we've been talking about, we've been, we're talking about, we're talking about sex. We're talking about, um, Oh man, I got this crack in my ankle that is really satisfying to do, but I feel like it's not good that I'm doing it so much. Anyway, oh, can you do it repeatedly? Yeah, well, repeatedly, not like, not as in, like, I just did it. I can't do it again now, but like, I can do it a couple times a day. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I know that. Um, I did break the habit of cracking my neck, though, and I'm happy about that. Yeah. I gotta um, stop cracking my knuckles, dude. Yeah. It's, it's not, not good. good. Um, <laughs> jinx but um we uh we're talking about we're talking about marriage we're talking about love we're talking about sex we're talking about mm-hmm. all this i want to talk about the thing that i mentioned to you over text which is this comment we got oh yeah mm-hmm. okay i got i got some thoughts here okay all right mm-hmm. now okay you gotta stop me if i if i'm if i'm overshooting here a second but i think that i'm gonna read the comment okay yeah because it's public. I mean, he posted it on our video. Okay. Yeah. And so I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, all right. Thank you. And thank you to everybody who comments on our stuff um, and reaches out to us and, and all that. I love it. Um, and, and especially a big, uh, a big thank you to this user who I don't, well, this, this listener, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this correctly, but primrone5354 um reads as such uh and this is a comment on our last episode i'm happy for you slav but it's so hard to relate to some of what you say i'm a sub five and it's been a long and horrible journey in my dating life my ever non-existent dating life god has blessed me in many other areas but not there so much of black pill talk is cringe and hyperbolic as you guys say but it's the stuff that's not that matters hierarchy is real and when you are acutely aware of your position toward the bottom it makes it seem impossible the stuff you describe about just being out there and having stuff happened never occurred for me or if it did i was too buried in neuroticism by all that other by all the other bad experiences uh, or non-experiences to notice i need to follow your advice about getting out there but it's just so painful I'm not a normie, and when I present as one, I'm just a background character. No friend has ever sincerely tried to help me in this regard. I don't have friends, really. Or sorry, I don't have friends, not really. It's painful and cringe to even leave this here. I don't know. But God bless you and your fiancé. I'm glad people like you can make it through the bottleneck. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, all right. Well... Well, okay. First of all, I mean, what are your thoughts on this? Because I have a whole, I have a whole thing planned with this, as you know. Um, um, but what are your, what are your thoughts? Well, first, thank you for commenting on our post. Uh, like Slav said, it makes it 
more rewarding, interesting for us when we get feedback and when we can have a dialogue and conversation with people that listen. Um, so if there's anything you're taking away from it or whatever, we can, we can know that, or we can like talk a little bit about something you're interested in. So we like that. Um, so thank you for the comment. Um, it takes a lot to put yourself out there and be vulnerable like this, even if it is an anonymous con uh, comment, you know, that's still, you're still like admitting something, um, and putting it out in a public forum. So it's still like, you know, it took a lot to do that and open himself up in that way to do that and say that. Totally. So I want to say, you know, thank you for doing that. Um, and yeah, God bless this guy too. He said, God bless you, Slav. But honestly, um, I, I read it and I'm kind of like saddened by it. Um, mostly I am kind of like disheartened by it. Just kind of feeling generally like, um, it's just sad to get into a mindset where you feel dejected in such a way like that. Um, and yeah, it's fucking I, heartbreaking. I, yeah. So I read that it's heartbreaking. I think that it's maybe not, uncommon though like i think that mm -hmm. there's probably other people who would resonate with that or um, people who just didn't comment whatever and so i think that it's not something that he's alone in probably um definitely not based on all of the popularity that like black pill dating and manosphere kind of stuff gets so i think that um yeah my my heart hurts for the guy i think that it's, it's kind of coming from a distorted place of thinking a little bit that's probably been informed through different life circumstances, past relationships, or non-starters or whatever, um, stuff that he's read on the internet through these black pill whatever stuff, and inflated expectations perhaps as well, a combination of a bunch of things. And so I think it's something that is not completely lost. Like, I don't think hope is lost in this situation. I think that there are things that can be done to put yourself on a more positive track um, in ways that you could kind of change the circumstances that you're in a bit. Um, but that's just like my initial re overview response on it. I, I've got some other stuff we can get into, but yeah, I'll, I'll kick it back to you, Slav. Yeah, man. I mean, okay. All right. So like, I think, uh, <clears throat> I mean, it's really fucking, it's really fucking relatable. And especially the bit about just like being um, buried in neuroticism mm -hmm. um, from past mm -hmm. experiences. That's a really big thing, right? You're, you're like, you're, you're too caught up in your, your own head or like the pain of the past to appreciate mm -hmm. how far you've come or just, just how good the present can be, or even just, or even just, or even just like maybe the present isn't even that amazing, but just, getting to a place where you can actually make the present something you can enjoy is mm -hmm. impossible. You know, I used to really struggle like when I was getting sober um, with like dealing with guilt a lot from just like dumb, embarrassing shit I would do when I was drunk. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, it like really was difficult and I would be, and I'm talking about like, this is like times where I would be like doing really fun, great stuff, building a memorable, building great positive memories um and then i'm just like i'm just stuck to these stupid ideas and thoughts and and all that that's that's a really that's a really relatable thing now now having said that you know i think when you're kind of down when you're kind of in a bad spot it basically becomes all you can like think about or yeah. 
it, it becomes, and, and it makes sense, right? Because mm-hmm. there's not really any, you don't see any like, um, what's the word I want to, um, you don't see any paths out, right? Yeah. But it really does come down to faith. Um, and even just basic numbers, right? There are a bunch of, and okay, you say you're you're a sub five, right? Mm-hmm. Um, all right, you know maybe you are, um, maybe you are a sub five. Um, I'd argue there, he probably isn't. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know, you know, right? Who, there's no who, way. <laughs> there's no way for me to know. Maybe you are. I have no reason to doubt it. So I'll operate on the assumption that you are, right? Now, having said that, well, I do have a reason to doubt it, which is if you're so fused to these negative ideas, then that's probably going to kind of deflate your score on the one to 10. Oh, yeah, for sure. A little bit. Here's the other thing. Just there are ways of gaming that system a little bit. Of course, Um, dude. And it's a lot easier. Uh, Women have makeup, right? Mm -hmm. Men, it's a lot easier for, honestly. And I don't mean you just need to like, you don't need to just like become rich or something like that um but you know well whatever i don't want to get i don't want to get too too bogged down um point is is um just kind of like sorry i lost my train of thought a little bit well you're fine i think we can kind of take it step by step here because there's a few things i wanted to kind of unpack and and kind of chew on in this and the first one is one that you brought up the sub five thing um which is Wait, really fast, really fast. I want to qualify this by saying because this person is like is almost certainly listening right now. Yeah, definitely. And this is like, first of all, we're like building towards something here. And, and also this is not and I just want to be very careful towards this because I can relate with this comment mm-hmm. so much. This is like not like a freak show putting this on display thing or mm-hmm. anything at all. You know, um, this is like I think I. I want to have a constructive conversation about this because, because yeah. like you said, I think this actually describes like a fucking shitload of people. Definitely. This, I mean, this describes, this describes versions of myself that have existed. Right. You know? I think everyone can relate to it in one aspect or another and, and you know, differing levels of it. Um, and I think that it's something that's very common mindset now with everyone being so alienated. I mean, he mentions that he, he doesn't feel like he has a bunch of friends. I think that's something that's very common now. And Super it's common. something that makes it easier to get stuck in those negative thought patterns that are going to inform the way that you're looking at the world. Um, because you're not getting any pushback or anyone that's showing you any different. So you're, work, you're left with only your ideas about what's going on in your life, in the world around you. And they kind of just start to just... Um, exponentially like reinforce themselves um, because there's just no nothing that's giving you any pushback on them and so anyways <clears throat> i definitely am not trying to like slav said we're not trying to put you on here and be like this uh look at this guy we're not trying to attack you at all i do think it we can have a constructive conversation that's you know hopefully meaningful for other people as well as maybe yourself and and us too as well um so the, the sub five thing i think that like this rating system, one to ten, is obviously subjective. Um, so that's one thing. I think that I, and this is what I said to you when you said when you told me to read the the comment. I don't know that I've ever seen someone in real life that I was like in the back. I just like registered them, and I was like, oh, that person's under a five. Like I don't know if I can like 
recall a person I've seen that was like, yeah, that's a three. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know that because I think that everyone has some sort of definable characteristics to them, physical or otherwise, but even physical. Like I think everyone has some physical attributes, even if you're overall not the most attractive conventionally of all time, you might have really good eyes. You might have a strong brow line. You might have a good hair. Like, there are things, a good physique. You might be able to do, you may be tall. You may, even if you're short, you can game that. Like you said, so there's ways to game it. And so I think that like this conception of kind of self-defeatism, like I'm a, I'm a sub five. Well, have you done all the things that you can to try to raise yourself out of that? Like if you are thinking that you actually are a sub five, have you tried to identify what your strengths are? Like, so how did you get down to this rating of you being that way? So you, you have to have some conception of what are your pros and what are your cons. And so let's focus on the pros for a second. Let's play those strengths. Do you, you know, can you dress in a way that's going to highlight a specific physical characteristic of yours that it's better? Um, is there stylistic choices that you can make that's going to make you more attractive in that way? Um, what kind of what is it you know because i think that there are obvious ways that you can play to your strengths and you can come above like what your maybe physical limitations may leave you at and then at the same time i think that like there's a mismatch probably happening of expectations it's like okay you say there's a hierarchy here and hierarchy is real and i agree with that right we're you know, we are human beings. We do have like rational thinking and stuff like that. We're able to rise above our animal instincts and, and such, but we still have hierarchy and order and instinctual drives and stuff that we, that guide us and influence us as well. And so I think you're right. There is a hierarchy. And even if there is a strict dating hierarchy, right. And like, maybe you're stuck in the sub five level. Well, guess what? There are women out there in that level too. So like you can go out and at least start there. You can start to try to engage with people who are maybe a little bit more on your level or in your league or whatever. Kind of examine like what is your – I'm not saying that you need to like settle for someone that you're not attracted to or whatever. But just kind of examine who are you looking for in a mate? What kind of things are you looking for if you're in a partner, in a relationship? Um, And like why is that not matching up with what you have now? And kind of look at that. Like I don't know if it's really about – you know, just I'm a sub five and because of that, I'll never get anything. There's women out there that aren't the prettiest women of all time either, but they're also, they're still cute in a more homely way or whatever. Like, I just think there's ways to kind of game around that. You're not stuck forever in some, I'm a three. You can play to your strengths. You can work on yourself. You can try to work out and build your body up. And then that's a positive that can take you up some. Um, you can identify, are you a funny person? Are you someone who is smart? Are you someone who has a good job? Like, what are the things that are strengths in your lives? And try to play to those. And then identify what are your, the things that are bringing you down. And is there anything that you can do about those to try to change that around a little bit? Um, to make your circumstances something that feels more manageable for you. Dude, so straight, straight up, like, some of this stuff is... To kind of to kind of inject this with a little bit of deranged internet schizo shit, um, some of the stuff. Are you familiar with like looks maxing at all? I mean, no, but I, I think I can wrap my brain around the concept. It's, it's pretty self-explanatory. There's like there's like a lot of like not MRA, but kind of like dude, the whole MRA 
you know, workout dude stuff gets kind of gooey. And I think that there Mm -hmm. are like really good aspects of it and obviously really cringe, dumb aspects of it. Uh But like the looks maxing stuff, you can basically, you can go online and you can, you can see people have typed out just like, if you want to just make yourself more attractive in like a couple of months, just do these checklists. And it's like really basic shit. Like first thing, just being like, take, you know, skincare shit, drinking a lot of water, yeah. Doing this, eating that, blah, 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 blah. Sunlight. Okay. Straight up, that shit fucking wo- sunlight. That shit works. Okay. Look healthy. <laughs> Look. So, okay. And here's, right. And there's the other thing. Okay. That is the perfect secret for ugly people, right? Is, um, is if you're taking good care of yourself, there are like a thousand little nonverbal, really super subtle things that people pick up from you mm-hmm. that make you seem more attractive. And I'm mm-hmm. talking shit like the most obvious probably being like, you'll, you're more likely to have good posture, right? Mm-hmm. Shit like that. If you're mentally together, you're making good eye contact, things like that. Your skin probably just looks a little bit. It's a bunch of stuff that you don't even necessarily like, if you're really staring at yourself in the mirror, you might not even notice necessarily, right. but like just living healthy, you're going to be looking better. Right mm-hmm. now, having said that too, if you actually are a fucking uggo, Right being in a good spot to where you're carrying yourself well you're exuding um you're exuding a kind of warmthness mm-hmm. uh, sorry warmthness a kind of warmth a kind of like uh, joy to be around um i think about like people at my church there's certain people at my church that are just so fucking holy and kind and good mm-hmm. right and they can be ugly right mm-hmm. But like, they're just, they're like beautiful. They're beautiful people, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Shit like that. Okay. That's a big thing. Right. And yeah. the annoying thing is part of the thing that doesn't really help the case we're making here is that the well has kind of been poisoned because the stuff we're saying has kind of been like repeated into just being like pointless um, platitude by like just women that like just say this shit to comfort people. And you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, but like. I mean, there's still truth to it, though, dude. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. There is, there is truth to it, right? It's just the kind of like, um, um, you know, I think you can you can acknowledge some certain realities, but also acknowledge the reality of what we're talking about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, go ahead, I think sorry. a lot of it is just about owning your shit. Like, if you are ugly, own it. Like, you know. If you're like, oh, well, my face is not my strong suit. Okay, accept it and own it by being like confident about what is your strong suit. And then like not being bashful and shy and like self-hating or self-pitying about your face. You know what I mean? Like go out there and still carry yourself like it doesn't matter. Like just don't even acknowledge it. And I think that that's like part of that's part of it too. Like having a certain level of confidence. And I think that that's obviously easier said than done you know like someone telling you yeah just be more confident dude isn't going to yeah. make you more confident but there are things that you can do like to try to change your your view of yourself by like like we're saying kind of look maxing or you know identifying your strengths and trying <laughs> to play to those you know <laughs> taking care of yourself and doing stuff like that that can like you know make you in a better situation and like i see dudes that are ugly with more attractive women all the time i see dudes that are ugly with women that are average all the time i I see ugly couples non-stop all non-stop and they're happy 
Like they're not worried about it. They're ugly well, couples. Okay, and, well, cool. and here's the other thing. Here's the ultimate white pill in my in my opinion. And and you know, um, this might not be what some ugly people want to hear. Um, I know that a lot of ugly people don't want to hear this, but um, the vast majority. And my fiance was just saying this the other day. The vast majority of couples that we know. Mm-hmm. Are with people that are basically of equal attractiveness. Yeah, definitely. Okay? And that's just straight up, like I, in my mind, that's like a hormonal, natural, instinctual thing that just happens, mm-hmm. right? Now, like if you're unattractive, right? Like you know, maybe that's a little bit of bad news, and you're gonna need to get through mm-hmm. that a little bit, right? But like, it's gonna be okay, right? And part of your brain yeah. is going to honestly. I was like thinking about this. I was thinking about this the other day. Um somewhat ugly people are always the most sexy people on like TV or movies because compared to like super hot model looking movie stars, the like kind of ugly people look like people as opposed yeah. to like the other, the, 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 the insane 11s out of 10s or, or whatever mm-hmm. like that look like fucking middle earth elves. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. they're going to live thousands of years and we're just like hobbits. Not to sound like mm-hmm. mold bug here or something, but like, <laughs> Fuck. you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, and so there is just something to that. There's like, there's like a, there's a, there's a reality. There's a realness mm-hmm. um, to people that are kind of in your, your stratosphere. Now, no, I think we're focusing a little too much on the, on the, on the look. Yeah. Yeah. That's just the one, one part of the, of the comment. But then last thing on that though. Well, in the, in the, in the, the hierarchy thing, mm-hmm. right. Cause, cause he says a hierarchy is real and you're acutely aware of your position when you're towards the bottom. Okay. Again, people are attracted to, to similar positions on the hierarchy and yeah. good news, good news. Just by the way, men are the ones that generally punch above their weight class. I was going to, I was just about to say that dude, like you were saying, it's very common. Most of the time you find couples are pretty much in the same league generally. And it's, it's kind of sorts itself that way. What the, the white pill on that too, is that like, if that is not the case that where one is actually more attractive than the other, it's usually the woman's more attractive than the guy because like guys have, I think a little bit more avenues for making themselves attractive in other ways that are not specifically physical. Well, part of it's kind of simple in my, in my mind, which is just like, um, men are just ugly. Like men are just ugly creatures and like women are hot. And that's why women want to fuck women also. And so like, and so to make men attractive, it actually does come down to a lot more stuff like personality than factors in with women. Now that stuff Mm -hmm. does factor in with women. Don't get Mm -hmm. me wrong. Right. Um, but yeah, also, also again, a beautiful secret about the thing we're talking about here with the, uh, similar positions and hierarchy coming together. You might just also not realize that this person you're with is of a similar position in the hierarchy hierarchy because you're just, you feel such fondness towards them that you find them more attractive than everyone else around you does. Right. Definitely. It's literally like the, the, the film shallow Hal. Right, Dude, like you're, yeah. just, you're seeing Gwyneth Paltrow's actually in a fat suit, right? Um, I just but, found out about that movie like like a month or two ago from my roommate, and we got on a DVD, and I was watching it. And I was like, "This movie is crazy, dude." Dude, I watched that movie a wild amount when I was a kid. It was weird. Hell yeah, uh, I remember it being good. I don't. I, I imagine it probably hasn't aged super well. Not like in a woke yeah. way or anything. Well, in a woke like, way, it definitely doesn't, dude. They're like <laughs> the whole thing's just like just it's just fat, like. <laughs> <laughs> isn't fucking isn't fucking um 
isn't fucking um jason alexander in that fucking george costanza yeah. mm-hmm. doesn't he have a tail <laughs> yeah i think so um well anyways anyways um but yeah yeah to get back on this well so 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 i want to i want to kind of we're we're getting lost in in the sauce a little bit with this topic so i i kind of want to I kind of want to bring in just my, my overarching plan with this, which you're aware of, right? I mean, a little bit. I, um, I think you were saying you kind of wanted to offer some slight advice, kind of check in and see. Which we've been doing, right? Well, right. Exactly. Okay. Right. All right. This is mutual aid. Okay. This is mutual aid. I'm putting on my AOC Instagram filter. We're doing mutual aid. Okay. I'm clapping my hands between words here. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I want, I want, I want to check in on this. Okay. If you're listening and I'm talking to everybody right now. All right. Anybody who's listening, you know, we did a mailbag recently. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it was a fucking blast. And I think people really enjoyed it. Okay. This is the next thing we're going to do. Okay. If you're listening to this and you have opinions on this, uh, you can go check out, you can read the fucking comment. It's on the YouTube video. Episode 31, Never Surrender. Uh, uh, he's the first. You can also, you all uh, can can make fun of the the, uh, the one other comment we got, which is, what the hell is our y'all talking about? <laughs> Crying about shit. <laughs> that is probably how most people feel listening to it. Uh, um, like, what the hell is our y'all talking about on this damn podcast? <laughs> I like almost responded with something sassy. I'm like, what am I even doing? Um, okay. I want I want people to write in with comments and advice. Mm-hmm. Here's what we're gonna do, okay? And if you're listening to this, and I and I and I pray to God you are Primrone fifty three fifty four fifty three fifty four. Which, mm-hmm. by the way, if I'm if I'm mispronouncing that, you have to correct me. Please comment again, okay? Mm-hmm. If if this is if this whole topic has been a fucking nightmare for you and you hate it and you're uncomfortable with it, even though to be fair. You shouldn't be a little bitch because you're totally anonymous, but I'm kidding. But if it has been, then fucking don't comment. Don't bother. It's whatever. Right. But if this is something you're cool with fucking comment, right. We're going to fucking get a bunch of write-ins. I want to crowdsource this to the audience and get all this, a bunch of advice, a bunch of feedback. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to follow up on this and what I want to do. And I don't know what the time frame is going to look like here. Right. But like, I want you to listen to it and I want you to try some of this shit and I want you to keep us fucking posted and maybe a couple months from now, a year from now, I don't fucking know, but just like keep us posted. We'll check in. Right. Mm-hmm. And th- we're fucking doing a community project of getting this man a girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> that's what, the, that's what this is. That's the short version of this entire thing. Okay. <laughs> so, so that's what we're doing. Do write-ins mm-hmm. to help this man. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're this man or if you're someone who wants to write in and it's too long or it's personal or private or you don't want to do it in comments or whatever, DM you us. Can, you can either DM us or you can email us and you can email us at tpasspodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, um, that's and P- you can put T-P-A-S that. podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And you can put any other kind of questions uh, or, you know, advice kind of things in there as well. Um, but yeah, I think that. I think with this one, I would be interested to kind of hear a little bit more um, and also keep in on this down the line. But I think a lot of it is maybe less about their physical looks and less about their 
position in the hierarchy and a little bit more just kind of about their own conception of themselves and how, like they mentioned the being trapped in neuroticism that we talked about. Um, How much are they getting trapped in the expectations that they've built for themselves that they've been informed from past relationships, past experiences that were negative? How much are you letting that like really shape your reality going forward because you shouldn't be letting that do like it's you're trapping yourself in that reality by giving them so much weight because when you have these patterns of thought then you're going to continue to go down those paths and like a well-tread path you're going to make it easier and easier for your brain to keep following that and seeing the same results in everything that you do so maybe just try some new ways of thinking and i know that's difficult to do like i I know that i just change your brain dude that's not that's not a good advice but there are ways to try to focus on your strengths or ways to try to change your perspective on it well Um, listen man change your brain it's not even like that right but i mean i completely i completely agree with what you're saying i mean this is this is that this is that behavior cognitive behavioral therapy pill we were talking about mm -hmm. with the yerk right i was thinking about this the other day um like you just get patterns of thought that are like game trails in a forest. Literally. Yeah. And they, they become well trod and, and they become the path of least resistance. And Mm -hmm. so you repeat them without thinking about it. Right. Mm -hmm. One of the best things you can do, right. Is not even to, it's like looking directly at the sun, right? Don't try to break the habit of thinking about that shit. Work on the skill of taking a step back and having a mindful relationship with your thoughts. Yeah, right? definitely. And, and, and so like I did, it's actually funny. I drank a bunch of coffee the other day. I had this kind of stream of thoughts occur to me of thinking about the guilty shit. Like I was mentioning earlier, mm-hmm. right. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. And, um, and I kind of just take a step back and I go like, all right, like I'm not trying to shut these thoughts down. Right. I'm taking a step back and going, Oh, like this habit is happening right now. This is what's going on right now isn't that interesting mm-hmm. right and from that vantage point right and you're not trying to shut them down so you're not in the mud pit with it just wrestling with these thoughts right yeah. which you're gonna fucking lose every time because like it's like fucking ghostbusters trying not to think of something like you're getting the fucking stay puff marshmallow man if you if you do that right mm-hmm. um instead of doing that you just go like okay like i'm from this vantage point this is happening down below i can see that i'm just gonna like go for a walk you know yeah. I'm going to do something else. I'm going to, and it kind of just, it gets a little easier and it doesn't work for a while, mm-hmm. but it gets easier with time. It does. Yeah. Um, and I, I 100% agree. I mean, I think, I think so much of this shit is, is a mindset thing. Definitely. Um, and, and, and the fact is, listen, here's the other thing, right? Here's the other thing. Um, you know, maybe it isn't a mindset thing. Maybe, maybe this person we're talking about is literally the fucking elephant man. And they have like five eyeballs and like a fucking club foot, which Mm -hmm. I'm saying this, I'm like, I guarantee that's not the case. But there are people out there who would date that. Like there are people out there who that's their thing is like taking care of that kind of person. So you just gotta find, you know, (laughs) sure. That's my fiance. But like, um, but like, like maybe, maybe you, you, that is actually you or, or something. Right. And, and, oh, we're all just talking about the, 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 you know, headspace and not about the looks thing and everything. You know, if you are just insanely ugly, there's like, you know, there's only so much that you can do about that at the end of the day anyways. And yeah. so you gotta fucking move, break through having that be a problem. Right. Yeah. I have physical things that I really don't like about myself. Right. right. That I've had girls literally be fucking 
assholes to me about in the past. I remember in school having girls um, be really cruel to me um, when I was younger, right? And, uh, you know, I've, I've always been like a little, a uh, little on the chunkier side, like basically my whole life and, and shit like that. Um, you know, y- you gotta just, you gotta just not be in this headspace and just, of just only thinking about that. You know right. what I mean? Now, You're now having said that, you know, if, yeah, ex- exactly. Now, 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 and I want to say this too, like, you know, as a side note, obviously if you do struggle with some weight for yourself, it's good to lose some weight, right. Mm-hmm. For your health. Shit like mm-hmm. that, right? I'm not trying to do the thing where I'm saying that it's like, well, the, the obviously we just need to do the acceptance of being fat. It's like, no, I don't want you to die of a heart attack. Like try to lose some weight, right? But in the meantime, right, the nice thing too is if you are struggling with weight, and I'm kind of rambling a little bit. I get that, but oh, you're fine for for this guy, right? Or for anybody fucking listening. That's the real thing is this is for anybody listening, this whole thing. If you maybe are struggling with weight, right? The cool trick of it too, right, is okay, start working out. Try to drop a couple pounds, right? It's mm-hmm. not going to happen overnight. But you know what is going to happen almost overnight? You're going to start feeling way fucking more confident. And you're yeah. going to feel like you're 14 pounds lighter in your mm-hmm. confidence and in your headspace and in all of that shit. And it's fucking awesome, right? Mm-hmm. You're, it's like you're going to basically get like body dysmorphia, right? Yeah. But in the cool way where you're going to be <laughs> like, like, dude, you like you go to the gym right you get a good pump on you you fucking get a good sweat going you feel like you could like fuck a thousand women you know what i mean it feels great you're like arnold in those videos right like oh it's like coming <laughs> um yeah. and so it turn turn losses into a win i guess is part of what i'm saying yeah definitely um, so yeah man this is what i want to do this is a project that occurred to me the other day and it just instantly it clicked with me um and i guess the one last thing i wanted to say logistically about this Listeners, write in about this. The last, uh, the last mailbag we did was only patrons. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we're not going to do that this time. Okay, so so last time it was a Patreon only Q and A. Um, uh, sorry, just horrible this episode. Pa- patron only Q and A last time. It was only their questions. It was only them listening to it. I don't want to do that this time. Everybody, if you're somebody just listening on Spotify or YouTube, I mean, this guy's a YouTube guy whatever mm-hmm. um though i will say if 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 he did subscribe to our patreon um he he would probably he would probably be more, li- more likely to get a girlfriend but that's neither oh, most definitely you, most mm-hmm. definitely that's actually gonna be one of our uh tiers yeah um, it's the esoteric wisdom of how to get a girlfriend <laughs> um but yeah everybody just 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 send them in and uh, and honestly, I fully expect we'll get some really great ones. We'll probably get some bad ones, too. And it's just mm-hmm. about talking about it. Right. And and yeah, man, um, you know, Primrone, um, if that is your name, mm-hmm. um, like keep us posted, you know? Yeah. Um, this is going to be funny if you just like if we just never fucking hear from him again. Um, but uh, it's likely. It, it's fairly likely, but hey, you know, worst case scenario, we just get a bunch of write-ins and we just do like a love line episode. Yeah. So um, best case scenario, he's like, he's like super into it. He starts sending in. Maybe he's like, hey, this is, you know, this is what I look like. This is all this. We get writers to come in and help out with how to dress him up. <laughs> we do a little makeover kind dude, of that thing. That would be so <laughs> fucking sick, dude. That would be yeah. so fucking sick. Um, we send in some good clothes and stuff like that. Get a GoFundMe going for some, some new drip. Dude, I'm saying, dude, this is this is weird. This is gonna be a Make a Wish Foundation, but for like getting this guy 
a GF. I was joking to my yeah. fiance about this. I was like, this is make a wish for getting a guy laid. And she's like, you don't want to get him laid. Like you want to get him a GF. And it's like, yeah. that's what we want. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what we want. So it's going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. If you're listening to this, get ready. We've probably talked about this for way longer than we needed to. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to transition to the next topic, but I'm stoked about this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And God bless you, dude. Oh, one final thing on that. I'm sorry. I, I know we were going to transition out of it, but he mentioned on there. Um, he said, God bless you to Slav. So I'm assuming this man is probably religious or open to spirituality, Christian. I'm not sure what, sure. Um, but I would just recommend also praying on it. You know what I mean? Because that was like, that's kind of what we were talking about with Slav saying, you know, being mindful about how you're engaging with your thoughts. I think just sitting down and being quiet with the God, with God and just kind of putting it up to him um, and just praying on it and reflecting on it a little bit. And I think that can kind of help just putting it up and asking for, you know, guidance on that. And, you know, maybe have him go to work in your heart and in your mind on how you're viewing yourself and how you're engaging with the world. And I think that would be something that would be, helpful to do as well um but yeah well, and listen and listen man okay first of all you know that whole like things just things just happen if you put stuff out there it's mm-hmm. literally fucking true yeah. that's literally fucking true god will fucking provide for you okay mm-hmm. but he provides for those he helps those that help themselves okay yeah. so you're gonna do that you're gonna start helping yourself and this is for everybody listening right like start fucking helping yourself and god is gonna see that is gonna be stoked and is gonna meet you half not even halfway tenfold mm-hmm. Okay, right. tenfold. And I fucking guarantee that. I like, mm-hmm. I guarantee that. Like, I don't, I'm not even, this isn't even like a old faith and like poetic way of looking at things. But no, like that's going to fucking happen. Okay. Yeah. And you like have to, you have to understand that. And if you don't, under, it doesn't even under, it doesn't even fucking matter if you don't even fully believe it. Just do it, you piece of shit. Um, and here's the other thing um, from a secular point of view, that point I was talking about of like, okay, I see it's like I'm sitting on the on the side of us, uh, uh, the the embankment of a stream and I'm watching my thoughts float by and like, Mm -hmm. oh, there's my memory of of that cringe thing I said a few years ago. And like, Mm -hmm. oh, there's that memory of that ex that I have who probably thinks I'm an asshole. And here's all these worries I'm having. Right. Mm -hmm. But I'm back here. I'm on the embankment. I'm not down in the creek getting wet with it. Right. Right. And, and all waterlogged and heavy. My clothes are heavy. Um, I'm just watching it go by. I have that distance and I have that awareness, right? Mm-hmm. Prayer. And specifically, I mean, this is kind of baked into prayer, but like just this, idea, this framing device, right. Of like, there is a creator, right. Who is watching you who 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 has a hand and everything that is happening is a really really great way and this is just like i said this is just really basic secular level almost it's just a really great way of of mentally creating a little bit of distance between yeah. what's happening and your thoughts and you right mm-hmm. and contextualizing things with god it can be a really great tool with that kind of cognitive behavioral therapy yeah approach um Definitely. so 100% 100% pray on it offer it up you got a fucking weight on your shoulders um you know ask for a little bit of help on uh with that and um yeah yeah um also as a quick side note um i don't think it's a very i don't necessarily think it's a great place to go to meet people as as a young person trying to get a gf but like going to church and like getting involved 
is also just really great um, because like it's just nice to have a place where like if you disappeared tomorrow, people would notice, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah anyways, with the community. 100 percent. And that's critical. Uh, anyways, COVID-19. <laughs> it's coming back, babies. It's coming back. Um, it's actually this is funny. I'm kind of ba- I'm kind of setting up bait right now. Um, I don't know if you've seen this. People are constantly talking about. I mean, I don't think we discussed this, um, but people have been talking a lot about. Oh my gosh, our masks coming back. Our lockdown. Oh, I've been seeing back. that. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. I- I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Before we. Before we go. Before we invest in one. You know, path on this on this topic too much. I'll be real upfront about my my take on this. Mm-hmm. I think it's fucking bullshit. I think there is no, fu- I'm not going to say no way ever. Right. But basically I think, I think it's, I think there's basically no fucking way in hell yeah. that, that mask mandates and lockdowns, certainly not lockdowns are coming back. Yeah. Um, there's a couple reasons for that. Um, okay. One on college campuses, college campuses just literally don't count. Um, college campuses are like close to black holes and just the laws of reality have become elastic. They just, it just doesn't count. Okay. It's like, it's like being in a strip club, right? You're just like, you're surrounded by just dark black lodge entities. That's like not normal. Okay. That's Mm -hmm. not a normal place. Um, uh, I think that, I mean, one masks just don't fucking work Two normies are tired of COVID um, and three, um, it would destroy Democrats popularity wise yeah. to do that again in an election year. Now, yeah. the other thing, the other thing is, and this is the reason it's being talked about at all, because I'm pretty sure this all came from Alex Jones and then Trump put out a thing being like, don't don't like resist it, yada, yada. Um, this is this isn't the talking point on the right about this isn't even really about COVID. Okay. It's about election security. That's the whole thing in my mind is that people are bringing this up so that they can talk about in an indirect way, rigging the next election. Right. Mm. And in a way that's kind of like how the boomer con has kind of like remembered COVID in general. Yeah. I think is that COVID was all about rigging, the 2020 election okay and and this is for 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 all the all the censors out if you're someone who believes this which obviously i am not because i would never coh also i would never think you know i i I love i go to bed every night feeling security that democracy will protect me and make sure i wake up in the morning okay Mm -hmm. so it's like my blanket yeah 100 percent my blanket actually has democracy embroidered in it. <laughs> yeah. So um, it has the Constitution. I was about to say, picture, fuck. In a picture of Lisa Simpson. Um, that's what this is. That's what this is about. Um, I don't think it's. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, what? What? No. No. What are your thoughts? Now, maybe, maybe you disagree. Um, but I just, I just wanted to, I wanted to say my part right up front. Um, well, I've been seeing a couple of people around with masks on in the store and stuff, and it, it makes Same. me infuriated. Um, and then I've like been seeing all these articles pop up on my MSN feed because they're trying to trigger me nonstop. And it'll be like, I don't know, University of Northwestern, you know, in state's mask mandate or like JP Morgan Chase <laughs> makes corporate workers wear masks or whatever. 
And it's like, it's kind of like what you're saying. It's like, yeah, those places are, they've been doing that. Like they've been doing that over the past three years on and off. Like those places are almost like a twilight zone reality. Like you're saying it's black hole kind of thing. It's not, that's not the same as like the reality that everyone's working in. Um, and I think that they have a lot to do with constructing that reality through, you know, their media choices and stuff like that and kind of ideologies that they formulate in graduate schools and whatnot. But I don't think that that's indicative of like what is going to happen on a broad scale. I don't really think that I could see mass mandates coming back. I think that number one, the white house has been acting real coy with it. They've been all kind of like not trying to talk about it because they know themselves that it would be a, a pretty bad thing for them. Um, Fauci recently has been like saying stuff that's alluding to the fact that masks didn't actually work for spreading or for stopping the spread, but they do work for individual protection. He's like trying to walk this weird line where he's like, you know, it's important to wear your mask during this spread because it'll help you as an individual, you know, have a level of protection, but mask mandates weren't effective at actually stopping the spread of COVID. He's like allowing that now. And then, mm-hmm. um, well, he, he still, he still said, of course, does the he still, of course, does the the little asterisk for all the shit libs of being like, but like for individuals, yeah, it still <laughs> works. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, but he also said that it's going to come down to individual people doing that, and that he does not expect uh, mask mandates or anything to come back at a regional or national level. So I mean, now who fuck that dude lies out of his fucking ass all the time. So who knows what to think about that but i don't i i just like to think that people are past it um i think everyone's sick of it i think it's retarded i think everyone thinks covid's gay i think everyone thinks masks suck um and i don't know if that's even true but most people that i'm around hate it and so i like to think that that's indicative of the normie larger and i think that we're just kind of like back dude we're like we're on the other side of it now and we're not trying to get dragged back down into that bullshit. And people maybe are trying to memory hold the whole thing or not actually engage with the realities of what happened and like the entire economic shift that occurred and everything. But I think that at the end of the day, people know that it wasn't right and they don't want to go back into it. Right. Right. And so I think it would be hard now to like, I, I mean, I thought that the first time too, like, you know, people would push back maybe or whatever, but I think the second time it's almost like a boy cried wolf thing. It's like, we've kind of seen it. People can feel it. People are like, look, I'm fine. And now COVID just doesn't fucking matter, dude. It's literally just, a, they don't even test for it. In most places anymore. People aren't worried about it anymore. Everyone's had it. You've got an immunity to it now. You know, it's like, what are we doing, dude? Who gives dude, a fuck? You want to know it? something fucking crazy? I I never got it. Really? Oh, yeah. I feel like you said that. You were saying you thought you might have had it. You were sick sometime, but that you never got tested and you didn't confirm that it was COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I just I've never fucking had it, man. Yeah, I. you know, it, the... I, I don't know. I... They, 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 I I have such little patience for this this point of view, this really, really small-minded um, point of view of just like COVID was was sent out to just make sure that Donald Trump didn't get reelected. Oh, yeah. I think that that's – I don't think that's correct. I mean, I think that they definitely capitalized on that, and I think that it maybe was part of the entire kind of shift that occurred, but I don't think it was like – it wasn't like the Chinese worked it up to keep Donald Trump from getting elected or whatever, you know, like right. a combination of that belief. And like, and, and, and so this, this whole thing of just being like, 
oh boy, here comes another election. They're going to do it. They're going to do it again. It, it just, it's just, it's fucking idiotic. It's fucking idiotic. Um, yeah, I don't really want to fall for it. Now, um, one thing that's interesting, you know, you brought up Fauci admitting with the masks. Another thing that got admitted recently was the CDC putting out a statement um, and it had a similar asterisk put on it. Um, they recently put out a statement um, saying that vaccinated people will be more likely to catch this latest strain. Whoa. Unvaccinated. Really? <laughs> yes. Yes, they did. Now. Okay. Hold on. They did also say those that are pre have been previously infected. Okay. Mm. Now I think if you look at the data and this is just hearsay. Okay. So I don't, you know, I've never been in the habit of checking facts. I'm not going to start now. Of course um, not. I'm pretty sure it's more so the case for vaccinated than previously infected. Um, but still that's fucking insane. That is humongous. I mean, it doesn't even matter uh, it, it, about the previously infected thing. The vaccinated are more likely to catch it. Right. Yeah, That's crazy. That is fucking wild. Um, and again, that's something that we've kind of been hearing for a while now. Of course. Yeah. Um, and so for them to admit that is, it's crazy. It's almost like it's almost like there's like there's like two tiers of reality, right? Where it's mm -hmm. like the shit we know that's true, and then the shit that actually gets made to be true in the discourse. Yeah. Uh, once it's like actually acknowledged. Well, they acknowledge it so long past the point too, to where like after they've already debunked it, you know, and like uh, the initial discourse, which is like what everyone kind of remembers, and then like you know a year goes by, two years go by, and then they you know sneak this little admission under there. And it doesn't actually affect the zeitgeist really that much because it's like it's already been tainted with like the original discourse and the debunking that went on. It's kind of like the ivermectin thing we talked about where still people are like horse paced about it. Right. Yeah. I mean, ivermectin is a well, and that's and that's the thing is like, yeah, the damage is done. Right. The damage mm -hmm. is done with a lot of this stuff. Um, and um and it just it's like they can come out and they can acknowledge the truth. Uh, but, you know, people are still going to basically kind of a lot of the time default to the original line. Right. Mm -hmm. Or at the very least, the old lib line will never, ever have the amount of um, stigma and discipline attached to it. Yeah. That the, that the correct position had in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's a really like high number of people that are experiencing like vaccine regret who were like, man, I, I, now that some time has gone by and the dust has settled, I wish I hadn't had done that because I'm seeing that my people that I know that didn't get it, the vaccine, you know, they're still able to go to the same places as me now because like the passport thing didn't really last that long. And so that's why a lot of people did it in the first place. And so people are already kind of like feeling bad about that. They don't really like how that was done. And then now they're admitting, uh, well, the vaccine actually does makes you more likely to get COVID. It just, it just seems like, yeah, it'd be hard, I think, for them to really get the wheels moving on COVID again in any type of like serious way. Um, but I mean, I really just hope that they don't too. I think it's probably optimistic thinking on my behalf, but yeah, I, I don't think that that's something that'll really make a big comeback, like COVID lockdowns and mask mandates, not for COVID. I think it could happen again in the future for something else, but I just don't see it for COVID. Yeah. Oh, I mean, especially not right now. I mean, people just need to understand like this, you know, it, it would, it, 
regardless of like how crazy you think things are like it would be bad for the democrats yeah uh electorally it just would be mm-hmm. so yeah and, and you know if i'm if i'm wrong about this absolutely own me online but i'm i'm not i'm not gonna be um, yeah well biden yeah. biden just put out a big like announcement uh ad that he was running during the thursday night nfl season kickoff game where he's like talking about he's running and all this and all that again. So old, the old knocker, he's going to be back in there. He's going to be trying to do it again. So yeah, he's definitely trying to pull out the stops he can to make himself look likable. And I don't think that instating a mask mandate and making everyone wear bullshit again, is going to be positive for him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, another thing that happened that's not related to COVID or Biden, um, that I just kind of wanted to touch on quickly because I saw someone mentioned in the Discord. Comedian Shane Gillis, he put out... Do you, are you familiar with Shane Gillis at all? If you, do you yeah. Know, you know of him? Mm-hmm. Um, so he put out a Netflix special like last week or something. Um, and it was it's been number one on Netflix across all types of media uh, for like the past like five or six days. Um, and I think that... Number one, I, I like think he's funny, so I, I wanted to bring it up because yeah, I, he's I pretty funny. He's... I like some of his sketches on YouTube. Oh yeah, Gillian Keeves. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Um, but his stand-up's pretty great, and I think that I would recommend checking it out. We can maybe discuss it a little bit or whatever. I know people in the Discord are, are into it. Um, but another thing is just kind of what it what it shows culturally. I think is maybe significant um, because, like, I think it's important to kind of look at like his origin story as far as in the in the cultural zeitgeist which is that he he was hired onto snl and then he was fired from snl because he had like a racist comment in the podcast that came up where he called asians like something that was derogatory or something you know something about some chinatown people he said something about he made he made some racist joke and he lost his snl job yeah and now he's like blown up gone to like the top of comedy and he released a special on netflix um which is a pretty mainstream thing now and he's gotten like you know he's number one in the country on it and he's you know he's he's saying gay he's saying retard he's saying um you know stuff about trump and not in particularly negative light he's like saying stuff it it seems like it's somewhat of a cultural win um of sorts like, I don't sure. think it's like, I'm not saying that he's like, he's like a hard lined, right, right. The revolutionary, the revolution has started. Right. Yeah. No, but I think it's, I think it's kind of an indicator of like where normies kind of are with their distaste of like, kind of just this manufactured reality and cultural content that's been coming out recently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something that I thought was just interesting to, to see. Yeah, well, that's it is interesting. I mean, you know, one thing that, that I've been thinking about lately is. Um, OK, so it, so it's gooey, right? Because I mean, like, all right, like, you know, woke shit, progressive shit. It's it's like it has institutional power. And yeah. at the end of the day, like power's power, right? I mean, material, right. they got the resources, right? Mm-hmm. But also culture's gooey. Mm-hmm. right and it has some x factors to it and one of the downsides that comes from like being the people in power um is that you're like not it's 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 kind of hard to have your shit be cool yeah um like the whole the underdog aspect of it which is which to be fair like maybe it wouldn't be as bad for them if they didn't just make it completely central to the entire thing mm-hmm. um it, their whole thing is being an underdog 
it's it's they're fucking dorky right yeah and, w- and one of the other things is just that like culture sucks now yeah. everything sucks now and they're the people you know the the you know the music has stopped and they're the ones standing in the middle of the room still mm-hmm. uh you know like they're they're getting caught with the bag um now that more and more and more and more people i think are just coming around and just being like why the why the fuck would I watch the news? Why the fuck would yeah. I watch SNL? Why the fuck would I watch the Black mm-hmm. Little Mermaid movie? You know, what, I mean? like what, what is going on? Um, yeah, man. And uh, with the writer strike, they're not even doing SNL now. They haven't for a while. Dude, um, thank God for the writer right. strike. Right, dude. Yeah, absolutely, dude. It's like, it's like actually kind of like stopping a bunch of that horrible cringe bullshit for a little while. I don't even think that was. That wasn't the intended purpose, really. I mean, Obviously, the, yeah. they wanted a strike, so they wanted to disrupt it so they could get their demands or whatever. But they, I don't think they were like, let's stop the gay shit. But it's making it so SNL and all that stupid like talk, late night talk show bullshit is just not even happening right now, which is a positive. And I think will ultimately hurt them long term because like, you might have still had some scragglers that were still watching SNL and whatnot. But I think they've gone down as far as like their cultural cachet. And now that you're going to have a gap of people a long period of time where it's just not on, you're going to have more and more people dropping out of that. So I think it's going to be like, ideally that kind of old media shit's just kind of in a way spin going forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Yeah. 100%. I think, um, yeah, I mean, it's like, okay. On, on one hand, it, it, it's, it's, you got to be kind of a little bit of two minds about it, which is, you know, I look at stuff coming out these days and like, there's not really a lot of the stuff that's coming out. That's good. Doesn't really have the like annoying woke shit in it. Yeah, um, definitely. You know, I like play a lot of video games. I'm like playing Baldur's Gate three. It like doesn't really have very much weird gender gobliny woke shit in it. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, it's there a bit, right? But like the stuff kind of dies down and the and the things that that people really want to imbue with a certain level of quality just kind of generally tend to just shy away from it. Right. Yeah. Which is like a good sign. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, the and, and, and I think that there is a little bit of like a shift. Right. I think that like I think that it kind of hit a fever pitch a little bit. Now, having said that. Right. At the same time, this stuff is really like insidious and it's all about the subtlety. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, I don't know if you saw this, but like this new game that came out, Starfield, which I've been enjoying quite a bit, to be fair. Starfield comes out and people are upset because instead of having gender options, it has pronouns in the character creation, <laughs> right? And, you know, I don't like that. I I think that's fucking dumb, right? Right. And people, and then the, the dumb cynical argument comes out of like, well, why do you even care, right? Yada, yada. Yeah. Um, and... And so then someone puts out a mod for the game online that takes out that feature. <laughs> That's the only thing in the mod. Yeah. Now nice. modding online has kind of been consolidated to one website called Nexus Mods. Okay. Okay. Well, this has kind of happened before with, with another game. Um, but this is a particularly interesting example. Uh, they took the mod down. Oh, wow. And they've instated a rule, a policy on their website that forbids any mods like that from being online at all. Any mods, a period at all, or any mods that are specific to the pronouns? 
any any mods that would that would go against inclusivity okay. or diversity is okay. i think their phrasing um which is obviously funny because like the the point originally is just like why would you care how is this a big deal and it's like it's such a big deal that like this thing can't even be allowed to exist yeah it's such a big deal that you're now caring about it <laughs> now that we've changed it yeah um you know and and that's and that's the thing is that um you know the idea this this whole idea of like well why do you even care how is it a big deal um there's like there is a truth in that the problem is is that you stack up a thousand of those and like the needle is moved culturally quite a lot yeah and that's how it works and mm-hmm. so yeah like i like it, it's um I, I i take this kind of stuff with like with cautious optimism right like yeah, cool definitely. it seems like we're like swinging in in like a good direction I'm really, uh, uh, I'm really, um, you know, encouraged to see that, you know, having said that though, the real movement does come from that kind of death by a thousand cuts insidious stuff. Yeah. Um, so well, you know, we'll see, we'll see. Having said that though, I mean, it, it is, it is, um, it is always encouraging. Um, you know, and I, uh, you know, I think we both have mixed feelings about the whole, like judging success of something by like its performance as a product but like mm-hmm. it is encouraging to see um you know that that, that content like this comes out meet entertainment like this comes out and it seems to generally just across the board usually be pretty fucking popular yeah definitely um, like you know you look at like that fucking hannah gadsby stand-up special a few years ago that everyone was like this is like the new bible and like <laughs> that wasn't really very popular at all I don't even um, know this broad, but I've heard you talk about her before, and I've heard a couple comments or uh, a couple of comics mention her in a negative light. And I googled I, her, I, and I just I gotta look at her physiognomy. It's not good, it, it, dude. Physiognomy it, it, nightmare. It's dire with her. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It just I honestly that would be an interesting one to do like a, a watch bonus. Of. Oh God. B- basically, it's um, it's an anti comedy special where it's just she just goes up and she does a stand-up special and the the whole conceit of it is her saying like do you remember um uh that that jerry seinfeld i don't know if you do but there's a jerry seinfeld stand-up special that i think he's since had another one since then but it was like it was like i forget what it was called but it's it's it, the whole conceit of it was that it was his last stand-up special and he was putting his jokes to rest and like, and it has an intro of like putting a bunch of little sheets of paper that his jokes are written on in like a casket and lowering them down into a grave. And like, it's him retiring from stand up, mm-hmm. and it's like a really good special. Um, uh, it's kind of like that with this. Um, it, it's her whole thing is she's like, this is my last uh, this is my last uh, stand-up special. I'm retiring from now on. But the whole reason for it is is basically like, I I do self-effacing comedy, right? I like I I, I make fun of myself. And the fact is, is because I'm from uh, a uh, a underprivileged group or whatever. It's actually punching down, and that's bad. It's like bad to make fun of myself because I'm a gay fucking lesbian or, or whatever. God, I don't even like hearing this 
as a concept for a special it's horrible game. it's horrible yeah. and then and then she like she lays out kind of like a metaphysics of comedy by uh. saying which is because then the question i think in to, to be keep in mind it's been years since i watched this but because because then the question becomes like well what if you just didn't make fun of yourself right right and i think she like lays out this model of comedy of basically being like you know a joke is like a setup and a punchline. And the fact is, is that like in the, in the transition from a setup to a punchline, there's like tension that is built. Mm -hmm. Right. And like that tension can be really difficult for a lot of us who like suffer with trauma. And that's like a, Oh my God. It's insane. Fuck dude. And then, and then she basically (laughs) ends the special by just being like, yeah, I was, I was like gang raped by a bunch of men. Um, oh my god and and it's 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 genuinely misery that's a nightmare (laughs) dude i hate that kind of shit bro i hate hearing that like why are you coming up here and telling me all that you ruined my night hearing that i thought i was gonna hear something (laughs) funny it's in a stand-up category and you're ruining my night what what is that that's not that's not a stand-up that's a one-man show of just like you said misery and like I don't even know. I hate that shit, dude. There's that's like a new thing. I mean, we've talked about it before, I think, but like the death of like comedy in like a meaningful way. It's like people like that. It's like where you're just having it. People just use this like a pity party, weird one man show bullshit where they're unpacking all their problems. And it's not even funny. Like if you're going to do that, make it funny. And also like be a little light on it. Like you can do a little self depreciation, but don't like, don't get on all these onion like layers of like, cultural why is this wrong and why is it right dude people don't want to think about that tell me something build up tension with the <laughs> with the fucking joke and then deliver a punch no, don't, build up tension. Tension. don't 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 build up tension my trauma yeah i'm too scared bitch that's the fucking <laughs> point god she's like getting close to the point of understanding why comedy is a good public service like it, it lets people deal with that trauma in a more digestible way and like have to engage with it and see like why am I feeling this way from just a fucking joke? Like, you know, stuff like that. Like that's part of the whole, the tension is why comedy is exists and why it's funny in the first place. It's the same thing with art. Like there's tension and release in all art. And that's like, what is powerful about it? Um, And man, fuck that. Fuck this person. I don't even know. I just looked her up again. She's going by they now. It looks like, I don't know if that's part of her whole thing, but (sighs) God, dude, I'll never watch that. I mean, I, I might watch it if we do a bonus about it, but yeah, yeah. Anyways. No, it's it's a fucking it's a fucking nightmare. Um, it's also just like it's also just like um, like postmodern brain where it's just like yes. not not everything. And I don't mean that in like the annoying fucking cringe Jordan Peterson way. I just mean that as in like sometimes a fucking stand-up special can just be a stand-up special yes. you know what i mean like 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 the, the, this whole thing i'm talking about of like having uh distance from your thoughts and feelings and shit mm-hmm. like that you don't like need to do that with the art you're making all the time you know right. what i mean like just just make a fucking stand-up special you know what i mean mm-hmm. just be happy to be doing a stand-up special have like a sense of humility and kind of service to the audience mm-hmm. um I mean, this is, I mean, this is also part of the thing I was going to mention this earlier, you know, that like, like progress, woke, progressive, whatever culture is, is fucking uncool because it's dominant, but it's also uncool because they don't have like a sense of like transcendent beauty and aesthetics. Yeah. Not really. What's well, just and a revolt so, against form. Yes. Ex- well, exactly. Right. Um, and it's just like, like, 
it's not going to stand the test of time. This is like, this is like, um, the, the biggest reaction to this thought that I, that I ever had was, um, when I watched knives out and mm-hmm. I remember watching that. Have you ever seen that? No. Well, don't bother, but I mean, it seems like some stupid bullshit, dude. Like, I don't know. It just seems like some bougie bullshit. bullshit. It's bullshit. It's like, it's like Democrat immigration policy. Yeah, uh, dude. Bullshit. But, um, you like, I got to the end of it and it's just, okay. The whole thing is right. Is Ryan Johnson needs to be the most clever guy in the room. Right. Always. And so he's annoying and he's fucking desperate. And, yeah, um, and it's and a little you, fruity to me too, dude. They're all dressed all. It's yeah, it's, it's a little too fruity. But you get to the end of the movie. Okay, so the whole, the whole, the whole thing is, is that it's a murder mystery, right? It's like Clue, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it's a murder mystery that like you learn who the murderer is in like the first part of the movie, oh. right? And so, so it's like it's like a mo- it's like a murder mystery in reverse, right? Oh. Um. And it's in it's in it's in it's in it's it's riding a tricycle around the room, juggling balls, just being like, look how fucking smart I am. Um, it, it, the the big takeaway I had from it is that it's just like, dude, Ryan Johnson is never going to create a great piece of art that will stand the test of time. Yeah, he's never going to do that because like because he's not he's not he's not interested in just getting into the pocket. And just mm-hmm. like and just and just being a part of another link in the chain of the process, and mm-hmm. and and further refining the the form, he's yeah. just he's just trying to just take a step back, step out of the chain entirely, and just critique the the the, the form, mm-hmm. and and that's what fucking Nanette that Hannah Gadsby thing is, um, it's fucking horrible, and I'm sure honestly I'm sure that just this Shane Gillis, um stand-up special is not that i'm sure it's just no. a fucking stand-up special it's just honestly, a return that was to one, form right and honestly that was one of the things that i didn't like that was one of the few things that i didn't like about the Chappelle stand-up special the last oh yeah one. dude i like, hate the new talky bullshit dude i'm not here for a lecture i'm not here for like I, i'm okay with storytelling stand-up like theo Vaughn will do like stories and that's cool but i'm not i don't want to like just be here for like a fucking one-man show informational dude i'm not in the class right now right it sucks i hate that shit like same thing with Chappelle. it's like he's funny so like he can he's gonna make he's gonna find the humor in it but like he's just talking at you for like four hours like that's what he's famous for now is that he'll go and do stand-up and his stand-up just like five hours long and it's just like him having a conversation with the audience which is fine but that's just a different that's not the same as the stand-up as an art form like traditionally um like i think no, about like, the 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 stand the dave Ch- the new dave Chappelle stand-up special the last one is basically just like nanette it's the hannah gatsby nanette special but for the, the anti-woman yeah. crowd yeah it's the reverse yeah for sure i hate that like you're talking about someone that's it's not making something that's culturally or that's going to be like um stand the test of time it's because it's too tied into the cultural moment that's happening right now and yes. that's not always going to be the case. And like, I look, I think about something like a stand-up special that would stand the test of time. It's like maybe like Mitch Hedberg. You look back at that. That's just him just telling straight one-liners, just funny jokes nonstop. It's not about like, here's a story about reflecting on the current era and this and that. It's about, this is just some funny shit that's going to catch you off guard and is funny. It's just jokes. And like, 
that's something that's going to stick around or like Eddie Murphy raw or whatever. Like that's shit that like stands the test of time or, or I guess well, a lot of say, people don't like raw now, but <laughs> oh, yeah. or like, I guess you could say like, um, like maybe a, an argument against that would be like someone like Carlin or whatever. But I feel like Carlin is like something, someone like that is relevant now because he kind of started the change, like in started like that kind of form of just kind of like being a lot more, social commentary and stuff like that Dude, honestly, so like, that's I funny. Even... it's funny you brought that up because honestly like i've like come around to just being like george carlin is annoying to me now yeah yeah definitely like, st- yeah, like, dude. like straight up like fuck george carlin like, yeah, I, like I don't fuck with it I, I like i like used to and i like get it like i don't i don't want to do the thing where i just go like oh like i don't care for this thing and so i need to say it's objectively bad like i don't think it's he's objectively bad or anything but like he's like michael moore in comedy yeah he's something. like michael moore which again which again like roger and me michael moore's mm-hmm. first documentary is like a superb film mm-hmm. roger and me is so fucking good um but like yeah like fuck michael moore fuck michael moore fuck george carlin um 100 no yeah. cap yeah, I would say um, the Gillis thing. It's pretty funny. Check it out if you, if you if you care to. I'm someone who likes comedy. I'm frustrated by the way that comedy has been um, over the past like half a decade or a decade. But I think that there's like some small bright pockets of like people who just never really gave into the bullshit of like we're gonna change the way that comedy's done. Um, and I think that they're gaining more prevalence now and kind of trying to take back the genre a little bit, which is nice. Totally shit dude i don't know what else we've got we've got um i think that's it really i mean yeah fucking a you know so everybody write in about this this thing that we talked about mm-hmm. um and that's it i think i uh i actually just got a dm yesterday from grift shop he said he really wants to come on so oh I think hell I yeah might dude. actually just have him come on this week and we'll do the next yeah. episode with him um, yeah dude maybe you can get a merch run going a t-shirt or two that would honestly be so fucking sick. Yeah, that'd be um, sweet. I think he's still got the designs that we used, like the one that's on the logo and everything. So he can maybe yeah. spoof that up. Yeah, yeah, it'd be good to be good to talk to him again. Honestly, it's just it's great just talking to people from the cynical point of view. It's great talking to people, uh, buddies again too. Just like now that we're on Twitter again, and so it's just yeah. like getting that signal boost. Um, Definitely, but but also just good to talk to him because he's fucking he's the boy. Mm-hmm. well yeah if you're listening guys thank you um please send in any type of mailbag stuff send in any advice um any questions anything like that that you have for us or for our comment and also yeah please continue to support us and share us out to people uh if there are people that you know that maybe still don't know that we're doing t-pass podcast let them know it's been a little, you know, bit of a process trying to get back in front of all the listeners that we've been in front of in the past and just kind of forwarding, you know, sorting out into finding our friends. And so we appreciate the help on that. And yeah, we'll catch up with you guys next week. Oh, yeah. These people are sick. This is obviously you a better very, get used very to sick that. individual. These people are the sickest of them all. These people are sick. They are sick. And you better get used to hearing it. and that concludes this week's episode of these people are sick thank you for tuning in if you liked what you heard you could head over to our patreon page which is the home for bonus content 
extra episodes, video content, access to our Discord, and more. That's patreon.com slash thesepeoplearesick, and we hope to see you over there.